This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, episode 17. Uh, I am your host, Maz, and I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Ben and Ryan. How are we doing, chaps? Are we all good? Oh, mate, buddy. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, mate, I am so happy right now. Like, I am so happy. <laughs> and um, as you can tell as well, we're joined by a lovely, lovely guest. He's looking very sheepish in the corner right now. Uh, we are joined by uh, the ever-great Joel Bayer uh, of Cheeky Sport. How are you doing, Joel? You all good? Listen, mate, a quick quick free win of three points. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, Can't hurt anyone. <laughs> Against your better rivals. Quick. quick. A quick Brian clapping, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Joel, Joel, all I'm going to say, I, I, I regret inviting you onto this show already. Uh, we're, we're 30 seconds in and I regret it already. But uh, no, of course, <laughs> <laughs> but of course, w- w- welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're, we're really happy to have you. Um, and yeah, let, let's get straight into the football then. Um, so let's start off with you, Joel. Um, as, as, a, as a gooner, uh, you made it uh, back-to-back wins for only the second time this season. Everyone, how, round of applause. Yeah, well, well done, well done. How are you feeling? I'll yeah, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Got 20 points now, another 20 points, and we guarantee, um, you know what I mean, survival. Um, <laughs> can't really can't really complain, do you know what I mean? I think um, the boys, first half, a bit stale. Second half, came out, we did the business. Mope was nowhere to be seen. Cheat. Um, and yeah, besides that, Saka, Saka looking lovely, you know what I mean? Lovely on the ball. Got a little bit of a knock, took him off for safety, no problemo. Uh, what can I say, man? You know, like... Routine, I'm glad we've got him on so that we know that we're not completely deluded. So it's all right. It's a bit of a leveller for us, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so, 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 Joel, it, 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 it's... Yeah, is is the aim then just just to stay stay in the league? Is that, is that what stay you boys up, yeah. are trying to aim for this season? Well, uh, you know, when when it's the eighty seventh minute and you're in the corner trying to run down time against Brighton, then you you already know what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> it means that it means that it's been rough time recently, and um, yeah, that's that what, pump, you know. Yeah, that's when so, you know. That's when you know. That's when you know. Like that's when you know. Yeah. You know. No, I'll but, tell you one thing. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing though. Right. 
if I ever get the chance to go speak to Cronky, yeah, face to face, I'm I want to tell him, him, Edu, whoever the heck is in charge of releasing the money, targeting the players, Arteta accepting. I want Lamptey, bro. I want Lamptey at my club. I like that. Guy yeah, a lot. Yeah, well, no, Lamptey's Lamptey incredible. Um, but obviously, in my opinion, I feel like I feel like Bellerin's really fell off. Um, I don't know if it's his vegan diet or if it's you know <laughs> he's get, getting into his modelling too much. I don't know what it is, but I feel like he's proper falling off. And I, yeah, I'll be honest with you. As much as I'd hate to see it, I think Lamptey would fit into your system really well. But yeah, uh, yeah a, a bit a big hands off to him, please, Joel. Um, n- none of that, please. Um, I just don't think we're, we're we're aggressive enough to go for someone like that. But I think he's incredible. I think. Yeah, I would, I would love, love a bit, of, bit of Lamptey at Arsenal if I'm honest with you. But yeah, you know, I today I think um, you guys were pretty poor if I'm honest with you. Like first half was a bit mm, dull. It should have been a nil nil. Like, well, no, it's not. It should have been. I think we pressed better in the second half. I think first half nil nil. I would agree. Second half, I think we edged it past you, and we we mm. just about deserved the win. Despite mm. our despite our pressing and in the first half, obviously we we were probably the better team. I still feel like you were just so comfortable the whole game. Like it didn't yeah. really. Uh, were you ever nervous during the game? Like even the, during the first half? I thought I thought this game had nil nil written all over it. Um, I was saying to a friend of mine when I was watching, I thought, "Gosh, Saka's our only real light." And obviously, you know, Leno looked really comfortable. That's what a good goalkeeper looks like. Doing the keepy up uh, in the first half, <laughs> in the box, yeah, you know. Looked, looked comfortable. And uh, yeah, for me, as far as I'm concerned, I thought it was going to be nil-nil, but I'm really glad that um, Lacazette came on and did what he had to do, which was a bit of a surprise for me as well, to be mm. fair. So mm. how can I complain? Mm. I thought it was going to be a, I thought it was going to be more than a nil-nil though, because when our, our line-up, were you quite surprised? It was, we had no striker starting, we had Johanbash starting up front, well, what it looked like. So as Brighton fans, we thought it was going to be 5 nil, 3 nil. We had no hope, so yeah. Well, I don't know if you've been watching us recently, and um, it looks like it, and playing you guys last time, fair enough. I know that you were missing key players, but I, I'm just I just haven't been as confident with us recently. You know, you could beat Chelsea 3 1, it just looked to me like a very dangerous game. You know, doesn't matter how you had set up, I just thought, mm, gotta be wary with these. Um, so I'm, I'm and you can tell by the game, the game wasn't simple, it wasn't a you know, it wasn't. Yeah, you're saying we look comfortable, but it wasn't. It wasn't easy. a walk in the park, no. Yeah, it wasn't a walk in the park. You could have easily scored. Like if Leno hadn't made a few saves, you could have easily scored. It could have been one nil your way. Like anything could happen. I mean, it weren't the most shots on target, or you know, it wasn't like shots galore. But either way, you know, I still feel like you, uh, you were, you, were, you weren't out of it. Hmm. Uh, and just, just from a Brighton perspective, then. Hello? Uh, oh, Ben. Yeah, can you can you hear us, Joel? You all good? Yeah, 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 all good, all good, yep. all good. Um, all good. So, um, yeah, so Ben, obviously from from a from a Brighton perspective, um, obviously let's talk about the lineup because when we when we all looked at that lineup, we were like, "What the hell is going on here?" Like, we've got no recognised striker, mm-hmm. um, and we historically we've, we've done really well against Arsenal. Like, I think we haven't lost in three years, and um, you know, done a double against them last season. Obviously, Mope has a great record, and then you see him on the bench and no recognised striker. You're thinking, "What's going on?" So, yeah. just from 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 a Brighton perspective, what was it like? Um, well, I thought the Brighton of Albin Admin made a mistake and released a Newport County lineup in the, for the one game. I'm not, everyone thought it was like our League Cup lineup. When you see Ali Razor and McAllister and Gross all starting up front, you're thinking, oh, there must be a mistake here. Like we were all saying yeah. in the chat, there must be a mistake here. Like what is going on? Um, it was a shambles. It was a shambles. And that was like kind of the only way you can explain it. What are your thoughts on it, though, Ryan? 
Yeah, I when I saw it, I thought, you know, I was first of all, I was like completely shocked. I was like, what, what on earth is that? But you know, I thought about it logically. I thought, oh, maybe you know, the players have played two days ago. Let's try and be positive about it. Try and think about it. You know, we've got a, it's a decent team. It's not good, and it's definitely not you know good enough to beat Arsenal. First half, we looked you know like we we did all right. You know, the, considering the players we had on the pitch, we performed. Pretty yeah, well, I, I thought we'd done to a right degree. First half. Yeah. I don't think we were, you know, we weren't exactly threatening, but at the same time, we weren't bad. So I suppose you could yeah. say we were okay. If um, anything, when we the brought on half, the players that replaced them, though, we actually done worse. <laughs> Our actual starting lineup done better. <laughs> yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah, them. you're right. Yeah, exactly. And in yeah, the second enough. half, it was just the same. It was. Just, it's literally the same stuff, isn't it? it? It's what we've been saying for yeah. the last. I don't even know how long. Last week we said exactly the same thing, and I say last week as if it wasn't two days ago, but. Um, yeah, we it, we fell apart in the second half, and we just just didn't even do anything. I can't really recall many things happening in that second half from yeah. us. Um, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I want poor, to talk about really poor. Like our, our only sort of bright light, and I suppose to get you, Joel, uh, get you in here, Joel, is um, obviously uh, Basuma um, has been a wow. shining light for us. You know, he's been incredible for us, like star player mm-hmm. by, by by such a far stretch, and he's been linked with clubs like Arsenal. So, uh, would you would you like to see him come in and replace you know the likes of that pivot of El Neni and uh, Xhaka? Oh, <laughs> a tough one, isn't it? You want to keep that pivot going, don't you? Um, but I. I do like him, if I'm to be really honest with you. I was doing a bit of research on him beforehand, like when there were, there have been talks. Well, it's funny because I've heard his name fly about and you see him and I, I think he's pretty decent, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I think he's, who, I think with a fit party, yeah, I think well, yeah, he's at good age, he's 24 years old, you know, um, French connection there, former Lille player, um, I, I like him. I, I I can't explain what it is. I like him. I, I would rather like an Indeedy, you know, someone like that. But mm. I don't think that's going to happen. So, but what what, like... what kind of similar? Do you see a lot of similarities between Indeedy and Basuma, or do you see them as different players? A little bit, but at the same time, I a little bit. But I just think Indeedy's like proper class, like really, really good. And I he's think... got that prem experience as well, I suppose. Yeah, we've got to remember Indeedy's a lot older. Is he a lot older than him as well? So. Yeah, not, not too much. Well. I don't think. Too, yeah, I don't think he's too much older. I think Basuma's just got a lot more flair about him. Basuma loves mm, doing a few yeah. flicks and tricks, whereas I feel like yeah. indeed he's a bit more no no nonsense and like a proper CDM. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think Arsenal, like like you said earlier, Joel. I feel like Arsenal need that a bit of. Um, uh, even though you got it in, you know, the likes of Xhaka maybe, but I feel like you still lack, a, and it very much like us, like we're very toothless when it comes to, you know, going forward <laughs> and having that kind of fight, you know, in our midfield. And I feel like you guys are missing that as well. Like, that's why I felt like the midfield battle wasn't really, you know, usually you, you see midfielders going at it and like crunching into each other, but I didn't see any of that today um, from either side, really. Um, yeah. And, and that, that, that surprised me. And I suppose that that's the kind of players that, that you want in there. Um, yeah. But, I mean. Yeah. I would want him. I, I would. I. I wouldn't complain. Um, you know, if, if we were to get someone like we need him, and and I think he's at the right age. I think it's not one of those ones where he should be waiting two or three years. As mad as it sounds, if he's got the the ability, if he knows that there's clubs out there that want him that will pay the money during the COVID times, he should force a move out of your mm. club. So, all right, Joe. So first of all, I you're think, trying to take Lampy, and now you're trying to take this. Well. <laughs> Cheers, Joe. Yeah, do you want Wellbeck back as well? In summer, it looks like <laughs> <Yeah. something. laughs> you, you, you can keep that. 
<laughs> yeah, <obviously. laughs> all right let, let's let's go on to the i suppose yeah so just just to summarize the first half the first half was yeah you know quite even i think any, any team would have they would have been both happy to go in with the draw and then second half of course you know it looked like arsenal then really um started playing a bit um you know you know arteta must have had a couple of words with them mm. um what was the biggest difference you saw joel in that second half that you didn't see in the first um i think there was more urgency in arsenal um i think it wasn't the same urgency that we had against Chelsea because I think we we would just you know went straight out out the gate with that. But I think second half, Saka was more direct. You can see he was giving your left back a whole heap of problems. Um, yeah, I just think there was much more urgency, and I think that's what allowed us to really get on top of you. I thought he was our best player, Saka. So um, yeah, as, as long as he could keep pressing that side because I know he was switching a little bit with Martinelli sometimes you'll see him on the left or whatever but seeing him on the right I think he was really giving Burn a problem man so yeah mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's perfect you should, you say that because for the goal it was all Saka absolutely burn burn yeah. burn um you know yeah. done it down, down the wing and then um yeah a, a great finish ultimately by Lacazette um and what, what personally for you between Lacazette and Aubameyang because he obviously he's been ret- rotating the two between them do, you know and I think the commentator said as well during the game he's like why does he never play Lacazette with Aubameyang well, do you do you yeah. know any do you know why or know. would you like it's, to see that I, I, it's not even just him like he didn't he doesn't do it that much Unai Emery didn't do it that much either you know mm. like for some reason they just don't like to play the two man I, I don't understand I used to think Maybe because they they want to bench one of them because, you know, you've got more firepower when you've got one of them on the bench. I don't know, but I can't see that as an excuse anymore, man. I, I don't understand. I really couldn't give you an answer. Um, I want to say something that sounds clever and makes me sound like a, <laughs> like I do this every day, like a pundit, but I just feel like... It's a great finish. I'm not, I'm not even too bothered at the moment because Martinelli, for us, is he's a star boy. I'm surprised that he's played as much games as he has done since coming back from from injury I feel like in a game like this I probably would have probably given him maybe 10 minutes less but um, I'm glad that we're resting him I think he's a really strong boy to come back and to play as many games as he's played you know no one's complaining that he's starting over Lacazette if I'm honest with you so it's all good yeah, no, I mean, yeah, as long as as long as you're winning, I suppose it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But you had a bit yeah. of a poor run. I think you what was it six, seven games without winning before Chelsea? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could have maybe argued a case there. Uh, it uh, was but, yeah. eight games. We've lost eight times in the league this season. You know, yeah. that's yeah. that's poor. <laughs> that's Brighton for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, the low blow. <laughs> No, we uh, just draw every like, single no, game. We, mate. Yeah, we, we just, just draw, draw a lot. We we draw a lot. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't really lose, to be honest. We're, we're We've only draw drawn a few times. We've drawn about seven times this yeah. season. It's mental. How many games we lost? We didn't even look like getting a draw seven. today, though, did we? How many, how many games we lost this season? I don't, I don't actually know. You know, I, I just I, I zone out now, Joel. Joel, I, I'm desensitized. Seven. Seven games. Is it seven? seven games? Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's a good. That's a good result for us. Oh, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, no, no. Joel, it is Joel. Joel, it is right. At, 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 we're having these conversations. No, at the moment, do you know what it is with us? At the moment, right, what, what frustrates us is, is that we're very toothless at the moment. And we, we don't actually, we can't, we, you know, we play this pretty football and, you know, we get compared to the likes of, you know, all these great teams in the league, but we just can't score. Amazing and, and XG, the, but we don't score. 
yeah, yeah, can't hit a barn door with a banjo is the saying we say every single week. Yeah, yes. so it's just it's just time. very frustrating uh, for us. But yeah, I, I mean, going back back to the game, um, yeah, I mean, second half, apart from that goal, again, there's not really much to talk about. I mean, you know, you look at Dan Byrne um, down the left, he, he had a good game, but I, I just, like you mentioned, he got absolutely gassed by Saka a few times. Um, and, and just oh. one to you, Ryan, um, with, with that, would you see, would you wanted to see him pl- maybe playing a different position or, or were you happy with that? Well, you're referring to Dan Byrne? Yeah, Dan Byrne, yeah. Um, I think what I found funniest about it was we had three left-backs on the pitch at the end of the game. We had March, we had Bernardo, mm. and we had Byrne on the pitch. Um, I don't... See, when I first saw the team, as I say, I was so confused because we had so many defenders on the pitch against an Arsenal side who, let's face it, have a really poor defence. And I thought, you know, this is the perfect game to sort of be running at them and, and bringing the game to them. So, yeah, when I saw that, I thought, mm. I don't know, because Burn, we know, against quality opposition, isn't very good. Um, we saw that against Leicester when Madison had him for breakfast. And we just, yeah, and I saw him in that team and I thought, to be honest, he didn't didn't particularly play great. Um, I've got to be honest. Uh, he got done, especially in that second half, quite a lot. Um, and that's, I think, why we brought March on to protect him a bit. Um, I don't, I don't understand what Bernardo was on the pitch for. I don't get what he was actually doing. Just to be better in the head, trying the head to as well. Right. That was literally it. I, I think, I think yeah, that's a bit harsh. To be honest, what... I, I thought Bernardo was all right. You know, I, I thought he was okay. I'm not saying he was he, bad. He, he... I'm just saying I don't know what his role actually was. Like, what, what, what was he doing? <laughs> It's literally just to win headers. I'm pretty sure about Bellerin. You weren't doing much. Sorry, but you should be finishing guys like Bellerin. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he weren't giving Bellerin any problems. So, what was he doing? That's yeah, a weakness. I agree. I agree, Joe. Yeah. You're supposed to I agree. that. <laughs> Joel's back no, in is... Totally with you. Yeah. I don't, I don't oh, get what he was Dan actually Burn. Dan Byrne yeah. infuriates me. Like we're looking at the second half, we're looking for a goal, and we're passing out to the left hand, no. left hand side, left wing. Yeah. And Dan Byrne's that player we're giving in. the ball to. Yeah. He's the guy that we're giving. Him he, out, that should mate. be the creative left winger. That should be a solid March Trossard. Yeah. But instead, yeah. Dan we're like, we're Dan Byrne to dribble through players and cross the ball in. Like where on? Oh, it's what, a shambles. A shambles. What, and there's Joel Veltman on the other side happened. doing the same. It's like <laughs> yeah. we've, we've our oh, main yeah. our main attacking outlets are centre halves. Like what's all that about? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, no, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. No, it's mad. Uh, and just, just quickly, Joel, because um, we know you, you, you've got some other commitments and you're quite a busy guy. So we just want to uh, ask you uh, a couple, well, couple of bits. Always got a bit of time for you, Maz. Oh, <laughs> come on, bro. I love that. Love that. Um, no, so yeah, obviously, um, just for people that don't know, um, and they're probably they might be thinking, who the hell is this Joel guy? We're going to give you a little bit of a, a bit of a, a history <laughs> lesson. So, Joel, just uh, with regards to, to you know, it all started from Cheeky Sport, um, and you, you ran that account on Instagram and on social media. Um, was that was that the beginning for you, or had you been doing projects before Cheeky Sport? No, I think Cheeky Sport was the first thing that founded. We started off in YouTube, bantering players, going outside the ground, saying things to players that only people would say. So, you know, if we weren't in lockdown, you probably would have heard me telling Bellerin that he needs to stop modelling. You know, <laughs> and things like that would go viral online yeah. with um, Sport Bible, uh, all these different companies you know, odds. Um, Then I started working with um, different people in the industry, still doing YouTube, but then moved across a little bit to content creation, presenting. And our Instagram account was just 
they're just grown to become really good. We're currently banned from our Insta- like they're currently taking oh, our Instagram account hey? down. What yeah. cheeky sport? Yeah, so we're working on getting it back. If not, we're just going to restart a new one because the banner doesn't change just within us. Mm. So yeah, we'll, if I'm we'll, asking, we'll, yeah. what happened? Do you know what they've said? Something like they've said they said it was a copyright issue, but we we do original content, um, so we don't know if it was like some trump versus biden joke or something like that they didn't even say what post yeah and uh you know it's like unless you don't have like an account manager or someone to fight your corner it is a little bit tough and uh Mm -hmm. which is a bit unfortunate because we we produce really good content and we've got a great relationship with our audience um so you know hopefully i know how you feel (laughs) losing an account is the worst lost 500k followers mate oh god yeah i'm actually I said I've lost, give or take, 500k followers in total of, of accounts. Well, listen, boys, what I'm saying is don't, don't post illegal content. That's all I'm saying, boys, you know? <laughs> stick, stick to OnlyFans, boys. Stick to OnlyFans. Someone else put on Sky Sports and slap it on Oz Bible. There's the nibble. There's the nibble. I got it. I got it. Um, and then, uh, and then go- going on then, um, obviously you do a lot of other stuff outside of Cheeky Sport, of course, like you, like you mentioned, you know, you recently um, presented the Football Content Awards and you do a lot of yeah. other stuff, um, you know, alongside that as well. Is that now, because I was actually being a bit nosy and I went on your LinkedIn and I've seen that you're actually, well, apparently uh, uh, to this current date, you're also an account excellence specialist. So do you do, do you do all this stuff on this, like, uh, side by no, side? No, no, so no, no, to be honest with you, that LinkedIn, I'm actually launching a new linkedin really soon within the next okay. couple of weeks because that linkedin has just been around for like the last five years i started off right. in the pharmaceutical industry um and more in the uh like i would say analytics side kind of thing and uh saw the opportunity when it came to uh youtube and content creation and yeah i'm so glad that you know we we jumped at the opportunity i used to do it with some friends obviously everyone has grown and they do their own thing etc and yeah now we project manage for different companies so either i'm presenting creating content or writing content some people don't know that we write it we run our accounts we we i do a lot of interviews with footballers digitally as well um currently a nike ambassador uh you know an ambassador for google as well so we've been able to carve content that people watch online and they just enjoy it you know so so me, was it was, uh, was it like the love of content creation and, and sport that yeah. ultimately made you stop doing what you're doing, you know, as a, as a full time job, for example? Yeah, well, crazy. I don't know. When I look back at it now, I just think, wow, it's absolutely crazy. But we were just yeah. some young kids, you know, probably your height, Maz. Uh, and we just, <laughs> thought, let's oh. just go out there and do, oh, no. do the best. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought, yeah, let's just go out there and just, you know, what I mean, try to try to to do what we love in it, create content. Mm. Simple. Mm-hmm. No, amazing, man. No, well, you know, we're, we're all in the same boat. We, that's what we, we do this for. I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here on a on a Tuesday night in lockdown talking about bloody Brighton Arsenal if we didn't. I'll be so, playing uh, Warzone instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be sitting <laughs> on COD right now. And then the <laughs> final thing uh, we wanted to sort of, um, you know, discuss with you as well was we, we, we know that you occasionally go on AFTV as well, Arsenal Fan TV, that, uh, you know, people love, like you said, talking about viral content. I think they're the kings of it. Uh, you know, they're always <laughs> getting some kind of clip, DT, you know, punching his phone, uh, throwing his phone down on the floor, uh, whatever might be doing uh, on any given day it always goes viral so uh, what's it like being involved in like what's it like being with like tt and ty and people like that because we only see one side of them we see this wacky you know crazy side. are they like that in real life or what's it like yeah bro they really are that's you see that's what's <laughs> nuts about them like yeah yeah they really are like that 
all the time, which is <laughs> so, scary. So they're not, act, they're not acting up for the, the, the camera? Ty is not acting up for the camera one bit. Imagine being that bloke's <laughs> that's, roommate. That's worrying. Imagine, being, that's worrying. imagine living I'm worrying. With that, with like, bloke. Yeah, it's a bit worrying. <laughs> really nice guy. Really nice guy. He'll be the first to come in and, you know, be like, Joel, how you doing? You're right, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, but he, when the football gets to him, that's who you see. Like, when Did he's he? sitting there saying, maybe you're a cheat. <laughs> you know, come to a dressing room as if he's a player. Come to a dressing room. Like, like, that is. He kills him. me. He kills me, that honestly. Is he's Does he have him? Does he sleep with his Beats headphones on? Does he sleep with his Does he sleep with his Beats headphones on? He's walking after merchandise. That he guy, is. man. Like, he <laughs> is. I do you know the video that kills me with him. Yeah, do you remember the one where he's walking past it? Uh, it looks like he's going into the um, into the stadium when he's got his headphones well, he's in. Out of the bus, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just slow mo. It kills oh, me, man. that video. That, that video good. absolutely yes. kills me. Every time Sky Sports had it on, I was thinking, it's got to be someone we know. Yeah. I thought, yeah, that would be brilliant. Like, <laughs> no, honestly, that's one of the GOAT videos of him, it's along so with good. the Mope uh, relegation one. No, it's See it funny, every man. week. Oh, yeah. man, he, he, he thinks he's a player. Like, that's what makes me laugh. But sometimes I feel like he thinks he's a player. <laughs> That's why he's like, come to the dressing room. Come to the dressing yeah. room. So, 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 what, 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 see what happens to you. Yeah. As if he's going to roll up the brain. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I imagine, yeah, I can uh, imagine all his mates being exactly like him. And then he's just sitting there with his mates. Like, it's just chatting yeah. breeze about about. He's Arsenal. a great guy. He uh, works hard. Because even just to be at all those Arsenal games, to do the yeah. stuff he does for EFTV, you need to have a work rate. Yeah. And he has a work rate. He's a great guy. Um, and yeah, like, I think the person that, can be different when he wants to be is DT. Mm. Um, from what I know of him, like again, like I'm like an honorary AFTV guest, and you know I present bits and bobs and stuff like that. But when you think of the AFTV lots, the gang, like you, you know, that's the troops is the DTs. I know troops is with Barstool now, but yeah. um, but DT, he 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 is someone else when he wants to be. It just he can switch it when he wants to be and yeah. i just come in and do my job bro like if i'm hosting yeah. the show i just come in i do a job have a bit of a laugh and that's it man yeah, yeah. Uh, and just finally on, on aft just finally i don't want to go talk too much about it but we've, what's robbie like what's robbie like because again we see this you know all the memes you see of him online with his you know the big dubs and all that um and it's just like you know he's got this persona online yeah you know what? he really is he really is the Don. Like, he really is the Don. Very intelligent man. Um, very intelligent man. Pro the most hardworking man I know, hands yeah. down. In the I industry. think you have like, to be, though, innit? You I'm have like, to be. Nah, nah, nah. That guy is on another level. Like, mm. the amount of videos he does per day, operation, um, you know, the, the eye for talent, the opportunity he gives the ruthlessness in business, mm. the um, understanding of social media and its power. Like, bro, my mum don't know how to use her phone, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, it's, it's just that real. Like, Do you know, you know what, what his mean? background like, was before yeah, Arsenal but... Fan TV, though? Because I, I don't think anyone's ever like seen him before Arsenal Fan TV. Arsenal Fan TV, was he involved in social media at all? Or did he just think, oh, he I'm was just a surveyor. He was a surveyor. That's he was a surveyor. Nice. 
That's actually Jesus. nuts, you know. Yeah. So it's it's. I remember meeting him when he was still doing AFTV and still working as a surveyor. You know, he right. he saw me when I was still working as at Pharma. So to see the growth and evolution and stuff like that, and just uh, you know, what I mean, and what I appreciate about him is that he's just someone that I can have a conversation with. You know, uh, he makes himself very approachable to people because, um, yeah, which I think is really good. Like he's, if you're worth it, he'll definitely, when I say you're worth it, not in a bad way, but he, he's good at giving people time. Mm. Amazing. No, that, I mean, it's, it's all fascinating because, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's a fascinating thing because we, like I said, we just see the memes, we see the viral content and just to hear sort of like the behind the scenes of it all must be uh, class. Like, yeah, yeah, just to be in and amongst it uh, must be amazing. But um, no, honestly, uh, Joel, uh, you, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Um, well, you for... kicking me off, yeah? No, no, no. I okay. thought you. I, I thought. I know. I know you're a busy man, man. So uh, I thought. Okay, I'll you the... <laughs> um, no, but we, we we really enjoyed having you, and I really yeah. appreciate your time. Um, and yeah, That's hopefully we can have you on for the return leg. Hopefully. Um, when we, yeah, when we well, you know, hopefully we could we we could have a, an even better convincing performance against you lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. See you in the championship, <laughs> Joe. We might have a, we might have a new manager. <laughs> <Yeah. point. laughs> Whatever, Ben. Edison, Ryan, Ben, Maz. Lots of love. Let's love, follow each other on IG, all of that yep. stuff. And I hope Same to fun. see you guys real soon, man. No, cheers, Joel. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. In a bit, Peace. Peace. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you very much for Joel uh, for coming on. Really, really good to sort of find out all about uh, Arsenal and sort of behind the scenes at AFTV. It's always, always a fascinating Get bantered thing. by him as we were probably <laughs> yeah, expecting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he absolutely <laughs> killed us, to be fair. Uh, I mean, relegation no rivals, so. Yeah, relegation rivals. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, just a, a quick one. If you want to follow Joel, um, his socials are Joel Bayer one uh, on Instagram and of course Cheeky Sports are. But I think their Instagram's down, so um, yeah, I don't think you're going to be finding them anytime soon until, <laughs> until the they get, get get that back up and running. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's talk about a little bit more uh, about about the, the game itself because um, yeah, yeah, you know, we, we, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to digest as Brighton fans. Um, so let, let's start off with you, Ryan. Then um, so yeah, we, we talked about the goal. Um, you know, we talked about Dan Byrne as well, um, and you know a couple other things Basuma obviously was was brilliant again um but is there any other sort of uh, stand-up players for you or is there any any other players that you thought that struggled today and sort of maybe contributed to the to the loss I think it's hard to pick out individuals when the whole team just weren't great like we weren't I'm not saying we were bad but the second half we were very poor the first half for sure we were we were all right um but I think it's it's hard because we've been so back in Potter all this time, but the the blame has got to go on him, unfortunately, and I really don't want to do it. But like I look at that team selection and I just think, you know, what yeah. were we realistically expecting? We did well to keep it at one with that with that team. Um, you know, where was Ben White, Mope, Trossard, Welbeck, Lalana? I think he was actually injured, but yeah, just there were so many players that are missing, and it's just mm. I understand the whole fixture congestion and stuff like that, but. By the way that Potter said in his first interview before the game, it seemed like it was all relatively tactical. He said it was a, a, a factor, of course, but it wasn't, you know, like a main thing. So, you know, I just think, has he lost the plot looking at that? I don't know. Um, David, <laughs> no. David Proper David Proper was good in the first half. He, mm. I think he fell I thought, apart I thought Proper half, was class. Yeah, yeah. I think the only trouble with him was he he's a bit ma not match fit, which is understandable. No, I think second yeah, half zero definitely his legs went. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, his legs yeah, yeah, just went. I think so. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's hard to talk about at the minute because I think it's just mm. it's not looking good for us. It's not looking good for us. And yeah. I know it was Arsenal. I know we need a perspective and all that, but 
you know, at the end of the day, we need three points. And I, I, I yeah. don't know where they're going to come from now. I really don't. Yeah, I, I mean, on a couple of points that you, you sort of mentioned, I, I agree to a certain extent. And, um, you know, I was like you said about the starting line, I, I 100% agree with that one. That, like, yeah, you, you've got to look at Potter there because you've got to think at least put a recognised striker on. Like you said, I know it's fixture yeah. congestion. I know it's, you know, we've got a lot of games coming, et cetera, et cetera. But you can't go against a poor Arsenal team at home knowing that we've got a great record against them historically and they're in poor form. You can't hmm. go with no strikers. I'm sorry, but yeah, I think that the, the, definitely the blame is on Potter for that one. Hmm. Um, but but that, then, I think they they impressed us. The people, the players that did start, no, mate, did that's what, yeah, that's what I was just about yeah, to say. No, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, you know, the first half, we looked the better team to be honest with you. Um, hmm. I thought I thought we we controlled the game. Uh, we had a couple of chances. I think it was um, Ali J had a shot, um, and you know we had a couple couple of you know half, I wouldn't say full chances, but half chances. Um, and, you know, we look comfortable, but then I just knew it. I, I say this every time. I don't know what happens in that changing room at half-time, but it seems like we're the first half merchants. And then as soon as that second half comes, is it fitness? Is it... like I, I, never, I've asked you, I think I asked you last week, Ryan. It's like, what, you know, what, what happens in that second half? But I just don't... I genuinely... I've, I've lost, I'm lost for words when it comes to the second half performance. I think it because... was... I think it was as we said last week about the passion yeah. and the... The hunger, the desire as a player to want to win, it just seems for you know a team run by someone with emotional intelligence degrees. It's like, where's the passion? Where's the where's the want to win? Where's the willingness? You know, as a you know that goes into life as well. You know, you go into everything you do in work, and you want to work as hard as you possibly can to get where you want to be. And then you look on, you look at these players. It's like, you know, who's really really working as hard as they can to get that win today, realistically. I think Dunk, I was, uh, I really Dunk was really good, though. I think Dunk impressed me a lot. Dunk was good. Um, uh, I feel like, no, I, I really I think know. he did. I think he, he, he had a few a good few headers and stuff there. like that. The classiness and stuff like that is what you mean. Yeah, great good tackle on Saka when they had a chance. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, Dunk yeah. was good. Sanchez was good. Obviously, I don't think he could have done a lot but, with Sanchez. the, la- the lack of Sanchez, that was a great again, finish. though, we've got, we've got to talk about his distribution. I'm sorry. His distribution. You know all the people saying, oh, his distribution is 20 times better than Ryan's. I don't think it is. Like, yeah, uh, don't yeah. get wrong. Don't get wrong. It's better. It is better. Um, and he's a better he's a better keeper and option than Ryan. I will always say, I will always sort of back that. However, I just don't want, and, I, and, I've, and I've mentioned it on the pod before, and I, and I believe a couple of comments as well sort of agreed with me. Like, I don't think he's a long-term answer. Now, you know, he fills me with confidence in, in goal, et cetera, et cetera. But I just feel like sometimes, yeah, he's still like his distribution for me lets him down a lot. Like, was it the first half? I think it was the first two minutes he passed it to one of the Arsenal players. And I was like, what, what are you yeah. doing? Like, come on, be you're right. better. Yeah, like, you've got to I be feel like he had an instruction to constantly hoof the ball up to Bernardo, though. He didn't really yeah. have, I think that was apparently an instruction he had, which is why he kept, which kind of worked. Like, he did beat Bellerin in the air a lot. And we were trying to win those second mm. balls a lot. Um but yeah, I think it was a great save against Aubameyang in the second half. Yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah. Granted, granted, second half that that was a great, great save from Aubameyang. Um, but mm. ju- but just going back to your point, Ryan, about um, you know, match fitness. Like I, I know you mentioned it with proper. That was one thing I was going to point, uh, sort of bring out because we made those six changes. Like for example, I I, didn't, I thought Bernardo actually played all right today. I actually thought he had a good game. But yeah, yeah his fitness yeah. let him down because he wasn't match fit. So come sixtieth, seventieth minute. He was he literally couldn't do anything after that. And then same with Proper, his legs went. And then I just felt like all those players that he'd put in from the beginning, um, you know, those six changes, wherever it might have been, they, they just weren't match fit to last at least like 60, 70 minutes, which you're gonna you're gonna then have what you can't replace all six. You're gonna have three that are gonna be on the pitch left leggy. So you're just not gonna have 
that kind of thing going forward um, towards the end of the game. And, that, and that's what kind of frustrated me a little bit with Potter's selection. And yeah, I suppose that was my biggest gripe with Potter today was, yeah, he's, his team selection and not starting a striker mm. up front. I think he's just not. Mm. It's, it's obviously really that. easy to say it after it's happened, but it, it's really, it does make sense. Like if we brought Trossard, Mopé and March on and they were playing in the first half and they were in those positions where we we're getting all those chances, so we could have potentially converted yeah. one. And then maybe yeah. you would bring yeah. on the bring on the players that we brought off in the second half, brought them on. Yeah, fifth, yeah, but, yeah, you know. definitely. But then the game See, could be in a different point... place, and we could be Sorry. saying, "Why are we bringing off Mope in that?" No, that but moment, you know? very it's true. A, like he, a diff- he can't really win. One. Do you start them or do you do you not? Yeah, yeah. I think no, I um, a point that you sort of said that I was thinking. Um, I thought there was multiple players out of position today. Um, obviously, you had Bernardo, March. I don't. March was sort of playing right wing at most points. Um, I think Veltman playing as like a right wing back doesn't work well, really as well as he does really? at centre half. Well, no, but Burn. I see. See, I, okay, one quick, quickly. Sorry to interrupt you, Ryan. Just one quick question on that because this is actually what I was actually going to bring this up. So, would you rather have Veltman at right wing back or Ben White at right wing back? Is there a neither option? How's <laughs> that? No, no, no. But like, uh, so, so you know, if, you know. No. Say, okay, so oh, so gosh. last week, so I, I was actually looking back at the West Ham game, yeah, and I was thinking, why, why did we not play Veltman at right wing back instead of Ben White? Yeah, true. I'll give like, to, I'd say Veltman got in the good positions a lot more, and he got himself in the great positions yeah. to be able to whip the ball in. But obviously, he doesn't have the ability to whip a good ball in. No, and that's the problem, problem with Dan Byrne as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's he, the problem with Dan Byrne. He, yeah. he, bombs on, he bombs on, he gets into a decent position, then he fucking shanks yeah. his cross out in fairness to, to both of them, they've both been centre-halves all their lives. Yeah, no, like, agreed, agreed, not, agreed. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, to answer your question, I, I don't know. And that's what I mean with the out-of-position thing and the players that are picked in the positions that they were. We're not using our players to their strengths. Mm. We're not. We're not playing them as much as we like to think we are. As fans, yeah. we look at it, we're not. We're not using these players to what they, they can do and what they should be doing. Um, you know, that, but, that but goes then a, for then a basically question. all the team today. Yeah. But then a second question then to you is, is that then down to our squad depth? Because then you could argue, because obviously Lamptey's been out for what, three or four weeks now. You then have to look at our right wing back options then um, yeah. in terms of I squad depth. So, last week, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we, clearly, we clearly don't have the depth that we... We so badly because obviously Veltman he brought him in didn't he thinking he can cover right wing well sort of right back uh, centre half but it, like like we've just said is he can he do a job at right back not really but then that's that's where half. you've then got to ask the question you know play the players to what you know that they can do to the bet their ability you know play to their strengths rather than using them in a weaker position it's like it's it's like having a, a clinical goal scorer and then sending them out wide like so many people do. Um, I remember when we first signed Sam Bulldog and um, Hippier insisted on playing him on the left wing and it was clear to see it wasn't working. You know, he's a goal scorer. And I I remember this conversation over and over again. What's why are we playing all these players out of position? And now we're saying the same conversations. Um, And I I don't want to be on Potter's back here, but today it just seemed like he got everything wrong, really. I think all of the players just, uh, you know, setting up with multiple uh, defenders going into that game. Um, I think we had six, seven defenders on the pitch at the beginning of the game, towards the end, probably even more than that, because uh, March is technically a defender this season. So, you know, you look at those that as a thing, you know, you think, you know, how can you possibly rely on centre-halves to be creating chances for you? And yet they are, <laughs> which is funny. Mm-hmm. But the point is, you sh- we shouldn't be doing that. We should be even playing our players to their strengths and, and what they can do. 
even up top, we had, we had like Alexis McAllister playing false nine for what, 10 minutes. Then yeah. Jahambash would go striker and then McAllister would go yep. right wing. There's no consistency. Like there was no way no. they were ever going to get any forward. And, and, and neither of them are recognised strikers. So yeah. it's like, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's just like, I've, what was the point? I think um, an Iranian said to me before the game, it's that I've watched Ali before he came and he said he's never been a good striker. Um, yeah. So putting him out there, up there on his own, it's just stupid. Yeah. And it didn't work. And, and then, and, and this is, and this is yeah, why I we feel put him on the right, and that. Yeah, and, and this is why I feel bad for a few of the players. So, you know, we, we look at let's say Ali uh, Ali J, McAllister, um, Bernardo, you know, Dan Byrne, you know, these players, Veltman, even, you, you know, it's actually a bit unfair that we criticise them so badly because you got to think as well. They're probably pissed off, like they're not in their right position, so they can't show exactly. their true potential when they're playing completely out of position so you know as much as yeah. we you know we've always been sort of potter potter in and you know we've backed him all the time but i think it's fair for us to to, to criticize him when he does do these kind of things because yeah, you know exactly. i think we, we recognize that he's not perfect he's you know he's got his flaws but you know today for example he got it wrong and we can we can all admit that and see that he did get it wrong however i feel like he's still you know, I've still got faith in him. I, I don't know what it is, but even though he, you know, he fucked up today, and you know, you could argue he fucked up along the line in the season. I just still, I still don't know what it is about him, but I still got faith in him, and I and I still back him. But I don't know. Call me crazy. Who knows? I think um, I, as I say, I've always backed him, but now I'm getting a bit concerned. I've got to be honest. I didn't have this much concern before, but after that, watching that, <laughs> whatever that second half was, I'm a yeah. bit like. I'm 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 losing it a bit, and I don't want to lose it. But I'm thinking, you know, if we're going to play all these players out of position, we're going to be, you know, playing a complete second team. It's a bit, it's a bit worrying. You know, yeah. it's a well, bit. But worrying. when 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 you say losing it, do you, what do you mean by that? Do you mean as in like you want to see him go, or you want to see change? Like what what, what do you mean by that? I don't, the thing is that letting him go, then who do you bring in? You know, Exa- it's yeah, not exactly. It's not a simple solution. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not silly enough to think that you know there's a there's that perfect manager out there that's going to come in and make the players better but i'm just saying you know i'm starting to lose a bit of faith probably in the ideas behind some of the decisions you know like the yeah as i say the the decisions made today and, and this goes for quite a few uh, weeks you know we've played players in in the most strange positions that they wouldn't even imagine and like maz and ben i you know, it'd be like me, me and you playing Maz in centre half. You know, it's it's never yeah, going to yeah. work. Um, yeah. So it's it, it's it's like that. You know, if you, I remember when I was a little kid, and this is on a different level. <laughs> I used to play up front or on the wing, and then I remember for one game, my manager put me in left back, and I didn't have a clue what to do because I'd never been trained there in my life. So imagine that on the Premier League scale with these players that, you know, if you're playing there, it is easy to get lost, and I think that's that's what's my biggest concern at the moment. Yeah, we haven't got yeah. the players to play his system at the moment so like you're forcing no. a, you're forcing a system and a style of football when we don't have the players to be able to do it so you you, yeah. you with the formation and the way we play you want the wing backs to be fast you want them to be agile but yeah and to be able to get great balls in the box but we're playing two centre backs and the, those positions yeah. so does Graham have to sit back and go right let me try and make a formation that fits the players that I've got right now and actually play a team and players in the right position or do I just keep throwing shit at the wall and hoping eventually it's going to stick by playing Dan Burn left wing back and then <laughs> Greeny and Solly marching him that's, playing that's, six uh, attack yeah. and mid I, I th- front, but I, I, wing up. 
I think it then, I think it then stems back it stems back to that core cool sort of um, reason of we just don't have the squad depth clearly like I thought we did I thought going into the season I was like right we are covered everywhere you know we've got players in this position this position and you could argue probably midfield we're pretty much sorted um, and then you could argue striker you know up top and uh, wing backs we're not really sort of uh, we don't have many options because think about it March gets injured now mate we, we're missing March and Lamptey and we're gonna have to play Bernardo and um, who Veltman, uh, Veltman or Ben White at right back so uh, yeah I feel like those areas we have to we have to sign someone because Lamptey, yeah. What, what about if he gets sold or if he gets injured? Who are we going to play right wing back? No, yeah, if he does go to Arsenal, yeah, then yeah. what? Yeah, and I just feel like those fullback positions we need to buy some cover and up top. That for me, that on on the Christmas wish list or New Year's wish list, wherever it might be, I feel like those are the two position. Well, three three positions that we need uh, definitely going in for. But whether we get it, I very much doubt it. I um, mean, <laughs> let's look at yeah. the stats. So Brighton, this is according to Sky Sports, have gone 12 Premier League games at the Amex Stadium without a win. That's drawing five, seven losses, equaling their longest home winless run, set all the way back in the old Division 3 between October 1997 and February 1998. That's actually mad. Jeez. Yeah, that's actually nuts. So, 1997, 98. I wasn't I think, even born. I think we were playing, League 2 football back then. Um, Division three, so yeah, yeah, oh, there you go. yeah, there you go. Um, um, but yeah, no, that, that's, that's actually not very good, and, and that's not good enough. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and let's be frank, like like we said, League we've always one. backed Potter, we've always we've always backed him, we've always said, you know, he, uh, uh, and we've stuck by him. But no, you know, that is a quite a damning, um, a, da- a damning stat, really. Like you can't go that long <laughs> without winning at home. I mean, we've had loads of chances to do it, and it's just obviously for whatever reason. Um, you know, we just haven't been ruthless enough, and, and and it does go down to the players as well. We can't just always blame uh, Graham Potter, can we? We've got to take, res- you know, the players got to take responsibility as well for not taking their chances, and you know, sometimes creating the chances. That, you know, sometimes we've been uh, we've been guilty of that as well. So yeah, even though we lost to Arsenal today, and it's mad that we kind of, and I can understand. I know why I'm disappointed because we've lost, of course, and it's mad to think that we should have beaten Arsenal. But, but, Realistically, on paper, we shouldn't. We know Arsenal are a much bigger club. But for some reason, even though we got the defeat against Arsenal, so many more people are going to be Potter out, I feel. I feel like a lot more people are going to be saying yeah. that this was Potter's, Potter's mistake, when realistically, we shouldn't have gone into the game expecting to win. Like, a draw oh, yeah, would have been cool. But, but I think yeah. I, this is kind of a, a message to the fans. I don't know, I feel like you've got to cut, cut, some, cut them some slack and realise that we were playing Arsenal that just beat Chelsea 3-0. Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly, yeah, exactly. They, they went into the yeah, they went in, into the game on the, off the back of a really good win against Chelsea. We went in, in off a, a very disappointing draw against West Ham, where we ultimately should have probably won that game. Um, so no, I, I mean, I said it to I said it to one of, one of the boys earlier. Like, um, obviously, you guys saw my reaction to the West Ham equaliser last week, where I was quite passionate, angry, etc. When they scored today, genuinely, I just sat there and was like, all right, it's like. It scored like I I knew going into the game I, I didn't have high expectations I didn't have high hopes and maybe that's bad I don't know um, but I, I didn't, think the I way didn't... that I measure it is um, how we performed last year so I look at how we how, how we did against these teams last season so obviously we got the results against Liverpool against Villa but we beat Arsenal last time so I, I would look at it as like okay we got three points there last year so you'd want three points again to sort of equal that if you know what I mean um, yeah. I know it happens in swings and roundabouts and all that. But um, 
Yeah, I think. But, but this, yeah, this but this hard. is the thing though. Also, we we got like, you got to remember as well. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to be positive here. You got to remember, we drew against arguably one of the best ever Premier League sides in Liverpool this season. Like, that's a a big. I know you know they've 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 drawn against West Brom, so maybe it's not it's not as um as a great stat as maybe as it seemed I think, before. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, but like we we you know um, we, we've got these performances in us. It's just we're not consistently well we're not we're not converting these draws into wins that's that's simple simple, simple that's the trouble that. we had yeah. um what's it west brom burnley um fulham um yeah all draws, sheffield united yeah, yeah. you know yeah, all, Palace, all the bottom four yeah all of those yeah. teams you know you're thinking you've got to be getting a win there no um, which 100% then, to be really. fair which makes these arsenal games the ones that we need the three points because we didn't get them against the smaller clubs if you like mm. So and now, yeah. And now, may I say the games we've got coming up? I think they obviously touched on them uh, during the broadcast on Amazon Prime. Yeah, which just love talking about Arsenal the whole time. But that's a oh, mate, that's a God, I, I'm, oh sorry, sorry. Now yeah, you brought that up, Ben. That does my absolute head in. It actually mm. infuriates me, mate. They spent. So I was watching it from what uh, I think it was five forty. Five thirty. Or no, yeah, no, no. Sorry, five twenty. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, five thirty. Honestly, for 25 minutes, the 20, 20, 20 minutes, they talk about Arsenal. I was like, we do mm. exist. Do you know what I mean? We, we, mm. I just thought it was game. absolutely ridiculous. They spoke about Basuma. The whole game. All they did was Mate, even, about even the half time, even half time, he was, yeah. they, were talking, yeah. they were talking about how oh, Saka and Arsenal. And I was just like, mate, we dominated yeah, that first half. Why are you not talking about Brighton? Yeah. It's, yeah. Sorry, I just had to get it off my chest because mm. it proper and infuriated. Yeah, just but, before you go on. And they're talking cool. about Arsenal as if they're still like the Arsenal of 2003. Saying, yeah. like, oh, they've yeah. got terrific youngsters. They're unbelievable. It's like... They're literally fifteenth. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it so. just oh, it pisses yeah. me off so much. Um, anyway, go on, Ben. Yeah, yeah so on, Saturday, second January, we've got um, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, I'll skip the FA Cup one because obviously that's an easy game. Then we've got Manchester City away. <laughs> Don't say that. Then we've got Leeds away, and then we've got Fulham at home, which is huge. Then we've got Spurs at home. Then we've got Liverpool away. Then we're back to Burnley, and then playing Villa and Palace. But yeah, yeah. we've got I some mean, pretty I'll, pretty tough I'll, games coming up. I mean, I'm looking at that fixture list. Yeah, I'm looking at that fixture list and I'm thinking, uh, apart from maybe Fulham and Burnley, uh, I'm not looking very confident, to be honest with you, because Leeds are on flames. At the they beat West Brom 5-0 today. Man City are Man City. Wolves, um, it depends what which Wolves turns up. That should be uh, that should be them winning. Tottenham, again, depends which one turns up. And Liverpool, as we all know, mm. incredible. I think, so, I think we've got to hope for another football break for, for COVID. So obviously, we've seen 18, new, <laughs> 18 more players have picked up coronavirus, which is the most since they've been doing these tests. And yeah, yeah. um, it's, it's actually looking likely that they might have to cancel football during lockdown, which it's is a bit dodgy, isn't it? It's going to be, it's going to be it's bad for a lot of fans because it's what a lot of people rely on for entertainment. But for the club, it might be might do us a favour of having and, a break. Yeah, and do, do, you know, remember last lockdown? Wasn't that when we came back and we beat Arsenal, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, that was the first game back. So, and, yeah, and we yeah, stayed we up. Come we ended up Barcelona. Yeah, we ended up staying up, didn't we, as a result? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so fingers crossed um, that we get the we get the two-week lockdown. <laughs> we need a break, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> You can see our faces at this point. We're, we're just, we're done. Just, we're done. yeah, done. But let's play into the conversations <laughs> of what people are saying about managers and these Potter out people. So people were talking yeah. about Eddie Howe potentially. Um, would he do a much better job than Potter? What do you two think? The only thing that he'd give us is passion. Like that's about it. But whether he'd have that passion for us, like he did at Bournemouth, probably not. Um, Similar then, character. To, to be Potter, fair, really, the one really. I'd like to throw in. Yeah, true. The one I'd like to throw in would be Rafa. If we would, I know it's so unrealistic, but he went to Newcastle, so you never know. Mm, Rafa yeah. Benitez would that's be. Money. Yeah, he'd be class. Yeah, I, don't, I can't I mean, think of I mean, any I mean, other yeah. people we could to, get. To, to, to answer your question, yeah, Ben, no um, 
Eddie Howe, definitely not. Like he, yeah, absolutely not. He just wouldn't. What 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 difference would he actually make? In my opinion, yeah, that's what he'd, be no, he'd be no he different to Potter. Nathan Jones, and, uh, even yeah. But again, it's like we're going down that Frank Lampard slash. You know that Frank Lampard. Bit route, of a... route, what? Well, yeah, he's not. He's nowhere near as the same as a club. I'm just going legend, for passion let's, let's be frank. But yeah, another sort of passion merchant. Is he really that good? Um, I'll be honest with you. I just don't see any other option right now but to stick with Potter because yeah, there's no one else out there that that's re- realistic. Like who's actually going to come to us and is going to be good enough for for us? I, I don't think personally. Um, no. So yeah, that's basically my stance on it. Yeah, I just no, think we, we need to just, just stick with him. To be honest with you. Yeah, I can't see us signing anyone better, to be fair. Yeah. Um, whether then you, you you class, how do you class better? Do you class better as, you know, play better football or do you class it as pl- getting results? Get results. Yeah, get, get, get Tony Pulis in. <laughs> because there's <laughs> yeah. managers out there Tony that will just get sacked, us results and they'll yeah. keep us up. With the current team we've got, because let's face it, bar attackers, we've got a very good team on paper. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got, a, we've got a considerably better team than we had under Hewton. Uh, being White, Bissouma, Lamptey, uh, March nowadays, Dunk, Webster, all good players. Um, you know, you look at that. We've got it's the, we have got the quality. We can't say we don't. So that is that's know. the but, issue. But then, but then, my my other argument is as well. You, what we think, I think, we forget as well is like don't get me wrong. We've improved, and uh, like you said, we've made really good signings, and we have got a great squad. But then you've also got to remember, all these other clubs are improving in signing players as well. So I, I personally think as well that levels are just increasing every year. And it's, it's a case of, of you know us just keeping up with those levels. Yeah. And it's like, oh, great, we've signed X, Y, and Z. But are they going to keep us up to that Premier League standard of what we need? Um, so, yeah, I think that's one yeah. thing people do forget as well. It's like all these other clubs improve so much and they sign loads of players. And, you know, just look at Leeds, for example. They signed, what, five players? Who, like, incredible. Rodrigo, Rafinha, Cock, uh, like, uh, Lorente. All these are world club. Well, not world class. But, you know, very, very good uh, yeah. players. They signed them. And you forget, like, you know, they came from the championship last season and they're absolutely flying at the moment. So, you know, you've got to remember that now, you know, money talks and these clubs. Are, so, I think, yeah, again, it's just all about perspective and, just remembering sort of but then who we look are. At, look at our signings compared to the teams that were around us last season. So obviously Villa had a big cash injection. They've spent a lot of it. Um, so we brought in Lalana. Tell me if I'm forgetting any. Lalana, Welbeck, Veltman. Uh, ben White's obviously come back from loan. Anyone else that just jumped in the team that I've missed, stupidly? So no, they're not so. exactly players that are going to take us to the next level. And I feel like we have yeah. been left behind in that sense. All the teams yeah. around us have improved. Well, Burnley, probably the one team that I'd say haven't because they've their summer signing was Dale Stevens, which is shocking. <laughs> their marquee signing, was, yeah, Dale their marquee signing was Dale Stevens, and that is just, that is a joke. So, at least we're not the worst in that respect, but we haven't kept up with the but other. They teams. keep themselves up with the the results, as I said. Um, yeah, okay, but Sean the Dyke other teams around us it. have improved though. And yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, this, maybe this could be another oh, yeah. reason why we haven't. Yeah, we're doing no, I, I, I yeah, agree, hundred percent. I, I think that's a big, that's a big point. You know, we 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 might think, oh yeah, you know, great. We signed you know, Lana with our, we're all buzzing, but then he plays about twenty minutes a game. So what? You know, he said, I, I think what, I was what saying that? it. I think if you if you get my tweets up from you know that that summer window, I was saying I can just see us getting left behind because I was looking at. Mm. I think Villa was the one in particular that yeah, that blew me it. away. Um, when I was seeing Villa making the signings they were making, I was just like, yeah. And now you look at them now and they have, they are absolutely levels above what they were last season. And that's progress, right? Mm. 
we are yeah. worse off than last season. And I look at, and yes, you can say the, the signings as well. It's, we look at that attack strike force we've got in Mope, Connolly, um, Welbeck, um, Zakiri. I don't even class as our player at this point. <laughs> um, so, you know, how many goals are you getting out of Connolly a season at the moment? You know, five at a push, a very big yeah, two. push. Two. Mope, Mope, you'd. I mean, you'd be lucky to get 10 this season again. Um, he's on five Welbeck, already you know, after obviously a good start. But yeah, yeah. hopefully if he gets his confidence get again. again, then yeah, I can see him getting it. But um, then you look at Welbeck, you know, he's never hit above nine in his whole career in one season. So, um, you know, we don't have those goal scorers in there. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I feel think like it the, was clear to football. see back in that summer window. The good Sorry? football has been like a blanket over our eyes, I think, of what is actually yeah. going on. Like We play good football, but we're slowly, slowly dropping down the table. And obviously yeah. now the fans are starting to realise we are very, very close. And is it true we've never yeah. been in the relegation zone in the Premier League? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Not, Not even for like, August 2017. Yeah, since and we yeah, first so came like, in, yeah. Which is crazy. And now it's really looking likely that we are going to be in the relegation zone soon. After the next six games or so, we yeah. could I definitely think, I think if Fulham, if, if Fulham win tomorrow against Spurs... Uh, I think that puts us in the regulation. I'm just checking out. Yeah, yeah. If Fulham win tomorrow, yeah. If yeah, if Fulham win tomorrow, they'll go a point above us, and we'll go 18th in the Jeez. relegation zone. Uh, but right, anyway, I, I feel like yeah, we we we. I know we're sort of um, we, it's good that we're talking about a lot of stuff, but let, let's get on to the uh, sort of transfer rumors as well because rumors. it takes off quite rumors. nicely. Rumors. Um, rumors. So transfer rumors. So apparently we've been linked with um, Sam Johnston, uh, yeah, the goalkeeper Sam. from West Brom, and Divock Origi from Liverpool. Now. Um, Sam Johnston was it against who did he play against the other day? He made an unbelievable save. Yeah, Liverpool. against Liverpool, Liverpool. Yeah, he made an incredible me, save. Um, would you? My question to both of you is: Well, I know, I know my answer, but to you two, would you want to see him? Would you want to see a signing goalkeeper? I yeah. don't. Would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do because um, you know, uh, as good as Sanchez has been, um, you know, one dip in form or. Um, an injury, and then we're stuck with Jason Steele and uh, Christian Walton. You know, Johnston has proved that he's a good goalkeeper. I think he was good in the championship as well, so I wouldn't mind us getting him, but it's not a necessity by any means. You know, yeah. the mad thing is, though, like the fact that the, even though this rumour or this link, I think it's a few clubs are maybe looking at him, apparently, but the fact that he's West Brom's key player, like, if he if they haven't got him in goal, then they'll be in big trouble. Yeah, so why is West Brom, is... would you sell your best keeper? Yeah. In January, this is what right? this is what it, I don't understand. I, I think it's a bit of bullshit to one. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, it's sport, I can't. So yeah, 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 yeah. I can't see West Brom letting. And if it, if it was uh, true, then it would be for a, a ridiculous amount of money because then they're going to have to try and yeah. find a new keeper to replace him yeah, in January yeah. in a relegation scrap. So no, hundred percent. I, I think that's a bit unless they've just accepted going down like Norwich did. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's yeah. what they could be doing. Maybe yeah. Norwich but did I, it. They just thought I, we're I going down. I'd, we're just going to. That'd be insanity, though. I think. I think that'd be insanity. It would be crazy. West Brom fans would be livid. Oh mate, yeah. One, After they got sacked, their, their gaffer, and, and they do that as well, then they're just yeah. I think they're going to melt, meltdown. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'll right tell you another one. Um, uh, it's not your it? Turkish goalkeeper, Max. is it, Ryan? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> strikers. You was agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, talking about strikers now. So Max Waters, the uh, Crawley Town striker oh, yeah. that was put in the group chat. Um, yeah. So. I know, Maz, you weren't too much of a fan of it. Um, what? Yeah, but I did no, a bit of research on it. Yeah, go on. Um, and I, I, I dived into the, the world of Max Waters and I wanted to find oh. out a little bit about him. So mm. I spoke to um, my mate who works at Crawley. Um, and I just asked him, you know, Max Waters, tell me a bit about him, mate. And he said that 
he um he was at this non league ground in the sixth yeah, that is in the sixth division, um, and they weren't sure whether they wanted to keep him or something. And he scored against Crawley, so they signed him up after the game. And um, he came in as a fourth choice striker, and then they played him. And he's got, I think, he's got the best conversion rate in England this season. Now, okay, it's only in the League Two, but he's only he's only twenty one. And um, he said he's he said it might sound crazy to you. He said, but it reminds me so much of Erling Haaland. He said the way he just runs, he's so tall. What? He's fast. He said he runs in behind and he said he scores 90% of the time. I'm sold. Um, I think he scored once in every... He's got a goal every 79 minutes mm. and he literally just runs through. He's one-on-one one and he'll score. That's it. And he'll just do it again and he'll do it again and he'll get a hat-trick and he'll do it again. And it's like, do you know what? I think about it. You look at Watkins, you look at... Um, Vardy. Vardy. You look at um, White... All these players, you know, at 21 years old, uh, Steven Alzate as well, you know, they were playing in that that sort of League Two, League One sort of um, era, area. So you think, well, you know, you never know. If you can score goals, look at Glenn Murray. He can score goals in League Two and he can also score goals in the Premier League. So I think, you know, if you can score goals, you can score goals. Um, mm. Realistically, though, need someone. Crawley Town just signed Mark Wright, so now we're interested in someone that, like Mark Wright from the only way is Essex, and if anyone answers. <laughs> so we're we've been linked with a striker who Mark Wright plays for, which that just baffles me. Like that's that's the standard we're looking at for, for hope for our season <laughs> no, but, saving us in the Premier yeah. League. Well, just, oh, go, mad, just, just going back to Max Waters and just just to sort of play devil's advocate. So look, uh, I, I 100%, you know, it all sounds great. It sounds amazing. You know, I'm not, I'm not contesting. He might be an incredible striker. And I've just looked at his stats here. Yeah. I think he's got, um, like you said, 13 goals in 15 games, which is incredible. Uh, and I, 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 and I'm sure he will be a great striker. However, however, my big thing is, is he the answer right now? Is he going to come in, hit the ground running in the premier league? Let's be real. Not, no, that's, what, that's not you what know, I'm saying. That's, I'm just no, saying no, no. he scored a lot of goals for Crawley. No, no, but, yeah. Yeah, but, you're saying, yeah, but you're saying signing this season, though. You're saying him sign him now. Well, yeah, signing gonna... this season, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what we need, mate. I, I'm so <laughs> no, 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 but, no, but this is what I'm saying, though. This is what I'm saying. It's great. It's great with signing. You know, I'm all for signing youth, play, you know, young players that are hungry, are good, and are going to develop into great players. I'm, I'm not. I'm all for it. I'm just saying. I feel like he's not the answer now. Like he's not. He's not what we need. Right, we need someone who's played at, at least Premier League standard or Championship for me personally, um, and above. Just because I feel like it's such a big, big stuff. Like, imagine him going from Crawley Town to to playing at <laughs> you know playing at you know playing Old Trafford or playing at you know um, you know these big big stadiums. Yeah, a, so yeah, that, that's my only thing. Job. You know. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and you know, and I'm all for it. Like I said, hopefully we sign him and we put him in the under 23s and you know get him get him developed. Um, it'd be great signing, but yeah, I just feel like right now we do need like a Divock Origi or you know, I know we, he's it'll never happen, but like a, a Giroud or even some people have talked about um, Diego Costa. We've had quite a few messages yeah. on socials uh, saying that Diego Costa's obviously he got um, so for anyone who wasn't aware, uh, Diego Costa's actually had his contract mutually terminated today uh, by Atletico, so he's actually a free agent now. Now, um, uh, me personally, I mean, we've got 0.0 uh, chance of ever signing Diego Costa, uh, simply just for wages. And Imagine, though, that'd be unreal. But, oh, mate, inject it into my veins. If mm. we caught Diego Costa, <laughs> just inject it all into my veins. He, imagine him and Mope up front. We just need be that. Just oh, we need that leader. We, yeah, we do need that leader. He would be perfect. We go on about, yeah, the, um, literally, we go on about the like passion and stuff. Um, oh. Someone to be arrogant, mate. Yeah. Diego Costa is your guy. He'll fight anyone and anything. So yeah, literally. Yeah, 
And he scores goals as well. Get him on a yeah. six-month loan. It will keep us up. That would be unreal. Mate. six-month loan, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, he can't be on loan. Can well, he can't be on loan. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. Oh, well, he's actually been released, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mutual, mutual, mutual termination, apparently. Jeez. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, 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 grand a week. I, I don't know how mutual it would have been, though. It was probably just, it was probably just him going, Diego, <laughs> can you leave now? Yeah. And he, him saying no. And they're like, no, Diego, can you, he can you just get out? Really? Apparently he pushed it, yeah, because he wasn't getting game time. Apparently he just... I can imagine the situation. He's just like, oh, just get me out of this club. I'll yeah, go somewhere yeah, yeah. else. I'll He'll be playing somewhere. in China. He'll be playing in China in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his wage, his wages just, yeah. um, his wages yeah, will be way, way too much. But, however, you talk about China, I think they're actually now bringing a, um, a salary cap in. So, I don't know how... Oh, really? Yeah, 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 I don't know how long that will be going on for. Uh, but, yeah, mate, yeah, I'm just looking we need at the stats this season. Well. He's only played seven <laughs> times this season. Um, two goals in his seven games. So, I mean, you know, he's not. By no, he's been injured, uh, admittedly, a lot, a lot, a lot of the time. But no, I mean, if we signed Diego Costa, I mean, I think yeah, we might as well just stop the podcast and call it a day. Um, <laughs> rename the podcast know. the Costa podcast. Yeah, rename. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rename. <laughs> all right. Let, let's. Okay, okay. Let, that's our. That's our. That's going to be our thing. It'll cost if a Diego, lot. Yeah, if Diego Costa hey, signs for Brighton, we're going to re- rename our channel um, from Seagull Social to Diego Costa. Um, FC. FC. That's what. That's what <laughs> yeah. it's, re- it's really gone this downhill. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, it's full clutching at the Diego Costa straws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, no. We, we, oh, we, I got it. That took we, too long to get Ben. We um. I yeah, didn't realise I'd done that, but I've just realised what I just done. Costa straws, nice one. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact the fact that you didn't really get it that, that's quite worrying. Um, no, I didn't get your own joke. I'm just playing it down. Obviously, I didn't know what I was saying. Come on, guys. Um, but just quickly before we go on to the preview of Wolves, just quickly, uh, I'm just going to go through a couple of suggestions from our comments uh, last week that we got. So yeah, we always Stop read all podcast. our comments. We really appreciate it. we got a lot of comments, uh, last week. Um, so one was um, a guy called Paul Anuchu, I believe I'm saying that right. Um, he plays. He's from Genk, and he scored 15 in 17 uh, for Trossard's old club, um, and he's six foot seven, and that was sent in by Lorian Bowler. Um, does that six sound foot like- seven. Yeah, playing a left wing back. Would we want to see yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> him and Dan Byrne on each wing? Um, would we want to see that? I mean, he sounds great. Uh, six foot seven yeah. scored fifteen goals. I'm just going to say yeah to every suggestion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone who said anything, yes, we'll, we'll yes. take it. We'll <laughs> um, Edward, oh yeah, Odson Edward, he would be yeah. the dream. Um, yeah. That would be Absolute incredible. Dream. Um, not going to so, happen though. Not going to no, no. Yeah, that was from Fian to Hill. I feel like that, that guy from Genk you mentioned, six foot seven. I feel like that would be really great. That would be the type of player we. The amount of crosses we put in yeah. to yeah, Neil Mope, true. like the tiny little bloke he is. Imagine that. Like, it would be like a Peter Crouch. Him and, we actually him have, and Mope. Yeah. What was we actually have someone on the end of the ball. Uh, his name is Paul Unuachu. O N U A C H U. O N U. A. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Paul Unuachu. I'm going to Google him. Yeah, give me a little Google. Uh, yeah, so Odson Edouard, I, I would love that. That'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, another one was um, Toke Akambi, uh, plays for Leon. Uh, I can't say I don't. I know much. Oh, Toke Akambi. Yeah, we were after him back in like 2016, I think. Okay. Really? Uh, I, I'm not because I, I remember I, doing I a little thing about. Was it Toke? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure we were after him at one point. Um, Kalicha Niacho. I mean, he scored. He missed the penalty. No. Um, no. The other, no. No. The, the other day, um, which. It, not the best. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I take um, him. And then Divock as well, which um, uh, it's we, so we hard to judge that Divock one because because he's he hasn't really played much. He comes off the bench for ten minutes. It's hard to judge what mm. what his level is now. Yeah. Like yeah. we can judge what he used to be like when he was playing week in week out for the clubs before, but it's hard to judge what his level of ability is at Liverpool mm. right now because he never Definitely. plays. 
Yeah. So, no, it's a bit like uh, Danny Ings as well when he left Liverpool. Yeah, you didn't I mean, really know what he was going to Everyone thought he was finished, and then all of a sudden he just turned into a monster at yeah. Southampton. Well, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be too disappointed with Devon because he's a great finisher. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I think that's what we need. We just need someone who can just finish. That is literally. That's what, what I'm we looking need. at this on Natchu now. On the Natchu. Yeah. Um, he's only 6.3 on transfer marks. And oh, there um, you go. Get, get 26 10. Nigerian. Um. Yeah, he looks. He actually looks unreal. I'm looking at his stats. He looks unbelievable. But you know that is in the Belgian league, so we can't. Yeah, yeah I mean Crossard. I mean Crossard looks looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, and then yeah, now look true, at him. He's exactly. probably just walking around the pitch, the little prick. But um, mm. yeah, what, <laughs> what, what can you do? Uh, but all right. So then, um, final thing. Then let's talk about Wolves. Um, so the next game against Wolves. Uh, I mean, they, they've they've themselves have actually been quite inconsistent this season. Now, one game they're beating the likes of Chelsea, and in the next game, um, you know, I think they lost against lost Villa. Villa the other day. Yeah, yeah lost to Villa the other day. Last so minute. you know, they're very they're very inconsistent this season. But they've got some incredible players. I, I tell you what, that uh, Daniel Pedence and Neto. Oh. I mean, if you put them in a cage, football, yeah, put them in a cage, you will be absolutely twist up, Rinsed. right? You, they, yeah, they they <laughs> leave you on the floor every single time. They're absolute so, ballers. Pedence like nutmegged. Uh, Hoiberg against Spurs and then he was like oh I'll just go for another one like nutmeg him again Poe Dentz reminds me of Eden Hazard like if you watch them play they're yeah. Both similar yeah, builds yeah, yeah. They, they are class and Pedro That's Neto a great shout. I tweeted it and no one liked it so I think it's one that me um, I tweeted like he is going to be unbelievable and he is on track to be class I think yeah. he'll be playing at the top, my, top my one, my one big thing though with with um with Wolves is I personally think they're in a very similar predicament now with us uh, as us in the sense that they are missing that integral striker up front because Fabio Silva, I know they signed him for 30 million. He's 18. Football manager, he's yeah, yeah, he's a wonder kid. He's a wonder kid. However, he's uh, last game against Villa, he was shocking. And, he, and you know, obviously, he's no he's no Raul Jimenez. So Had a few chances I think that's, against Spurs that's, as well. And yeah, missed, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that, that can be our, a big thing for us is, you know, they're going to be missing that that integral striker up top. So we I can make, well, hopefully we can punish them. For Nuno's head. Really? I was, I was pretty shocked by that. Yeah, I saw... Because I follow quite a few Wolves fans, I didn't even realise. And I remember after their game, and they were saying, oh, Nuno out, Nuno out, it's too... But then some were saying, oh, it's too early to sack him. But mm. I was quite surprised, because I remember like their fans just loved him. And now yeah, I guess yeah. that, that, that that shows their mentality mentality as well. Like, they they come up They've to the been Premier League, and then they got a seventh. And they know that they yeah. want to be in that sort of top eight. So, and yeah, yeah rightfully so, to be fair. No, definitely. I, I mean, it's going to be. A, uh, I'm going to be perfectly frank with it, with you all. Um, I, I'm not, you know, going to that game with full of confidence by any stretch. Um, no. You know, because on, on no. their day, Wolves can they can dismantle us. You know that when they really go they for it. Anyone, but, yeah, the, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, those attacking players are really good, and and defensively, you know, they've got the back three as well. They play similar system to us with three at the back. Uh, you know, they've got kind of Cody, Bowley, and um, old size normally. Oh, yeah, yeah, size, yeah, size normally, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, defensively, they're going to be good. Um, and attacking, <laughs> we all know they've got incredible attacking options. So, it's going to be a bit of a mm. tough, tough game, to be honest with you. Um, I really don't sort of see it going well. Um, but you never know what, what Wolves will turn up and what Brighton will turn up. And what so. Brighton will turn up, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's more to the point. What I don't even know what our team's going to be next week. New Year, New Brighton. Oh, honestly, honestly, what we should do, we should do a, we should do a, pot, a Potter bingo and just put loads of names in a hat 
and just pick it ourselves and see how close we get each week. So we all do one each week and just That's see probably how what he close. Does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, has, he has a hat uh, yeah, at his gaff and he just picks them out. Because honestly, sometimes I'm thinking, what is he doing, honestly? Just pick it out. Yeah. Oh, David, it's your lucky day, mate. You're into yeah. this. Uh, make sure you don't disappoint. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I've got a good one for this week. So uh, put down in the comments below, right, what you think your uh, what Potter will play, what his predicted lineup will be. Um, oh, so yeah, yeah put, put it in the comments. If you're, if you're listening... If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, yeah, in the comments, please put your starting lineup for Wolves, uh, what you think it will be. Um, we'll Yakamoda's in for, isn't it? That's, oh, that's is a he? Shout. Oh, yeah, of course, Yakimoda's yeah, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be in, wouldn't he? Because so, he's on the 2nd of January, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, down in the comments, let us know what you think Potter will play, because uh, I, I doubt anyone will get it right. So if you do, fair play <laughs> to you. Uh, I'll be very impressed with that. Um, but yeah, any, anything else, boys? Anything you want to, you want to, last, last words? Um, some positivity so new year isn't it so by the time we do the next episode we will be in 2021 won't we so let's Ooh. hope it is the year for Brighton Albion to win the league title when Percy Tell comes back Ryan you'll tweet <laughs> that bang that was yeah so I was going to say that's a shocking nap we go for the title charge <laughs> it wasn't a nap we, we, uh, we put your name in um, so yeah I just think positivity come on boys new year it's a fresh start for New everyone. year, new Hopefully me. It's a fresh start for Gray. Didn't we say that last year? And then we had yeah, lockdown probably. for about nine months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably. I mean, anyway. It can't be anywhere, surely. It can't get any worse. It can't be worse. We are literally the footballing equivalent of 2020 at the moment. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we are. Uh, I was about no, to say the only not... way is up, but the only way is down at the moment because we've got the relegation zone below us. So, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, if you're United, the only way is up. Yeah, well, let's pray. Fulham don't beat... Fulham don't beat Spurs. Let's just Surely play. they can't beat Tottenham, right? Mate, well, I, Tottenham I aren't that good at I would not yeah. be surprised. Surely they can't. Right, chaps. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Um, yeah. And of course, to everyone tuning in and, and watching on YouTube, we really appreciate your support. Um, of course, if you are watching on YouTube, please do like, comment and subscribe. It does mean a lot. Uh, and of course, yeah, do comment down below your starting lineups for the Wolves game. Um, and then, yeah, uh, we shall see you uh, for the Wolves game. Have a brilliant New Year's Eve. Yeah. Have a brilliant New Year's Eve. If you possibly um, can, have a great New Year's. Yeah. Have yeah, a drink yeah. on me. And we'll see you uh, for the Wolves game in a bit. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.